1: having a goddamn blast on tour with this big mouth and a small town tour so i've added some dates and wanted to let you know where i'm headed next uh yeah march 14th i will be in lakeside arizona and then the 15th and 16th i'm finally coming to tucson so if you're in tucson I'm coming to Laugh's Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Kopfer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace, and then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward, we're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen, Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMiniman's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out uh, because of course I want it to be packed out. But also like let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin, I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th, Green Bay on the 19th. And then, what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd, and St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off. Tickets and wherever you are, I, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is gonna sell out, it sells out faster. So that I know that, the club knows that. Maybe we can add a second show. It just FYI. That helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh so that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash JMS Comedy or just at JMS Comedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, Click the link in my bio. Join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, So do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control. Good. Just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there. Jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
0: What you just said is one of the most insanely
1: idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you
0: even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool. Hey,
1: dummy. This is the Ignorance Blast podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Welcome to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, JMS, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm your host. I'm a comedian. Hire me to do your private parties in yards and garages and parking lots. I am ready to get back out there and also... Maybe need to make money to go to grad school. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know anything. That's why we're here. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for giving me a shot. Welcome, welcome. I would love if you enjoy this episode for you to hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rating and a review over on iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast. And most importantly, it just like makes me feel good. And uh, I could sit here and pretend that I'm not selfishly asking for praise. But uh, I don't know. Could use a little validation from time to time who couldn't what do you want me to review you're great you're amazing also if you don't like this episode and you're a first-time listener I would love to ask you to try a couple more episodes of different topics because I think I have a podcast where based on um you know the topic some things may be more of interest to you so I would love for you to give me you know three strikes you're out Uh, I don't know why I'm asking for that. That doesn't seem... that No one has professed that being a a thing that they had to go through to enjoy it. But just in case, I don't know. Maybe you have questions about something else and maybe this episode you're like, yeah, I already knew all this. I already... I've had these conversations. Fuck you. Anyway, either way, I appreciate it. If you want to give extra support, you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month over on patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. I put out the full episodes where as now I only put out... Up to an hour, not up to an hour. I put out the full hour. Some don't go that long. Some are quick combos. But if it's over an hour, which a lot of them are, that includes this episode, which went um, almost an hour and forty-five minutes because it was such a great conversation. My guest this week, Ariel Isaac Norman, so fucking funny, so insightful. It was. Uh, she's just the the best. We talked about gender fluidity and androgyny uh, because Ariel is a androgynous. She's like a David Bowie, so to speak. I should probably fucking hate that I said that. I don't know. Maybe not. No, it, it's, you know, we talk about it in the episode, but um, just some really interesting outlooks. I feel like she covers a lot of things and, and had a lot of thoughts on things that um, I've always had questions on or the thoughts have popped up in my head and I've been like, am I the only one thinking this? And hearing it from someone in her shoes who's you know deeply in that community was like oh okay I'm not crazy for that pop that thought popping up which sometimes is what we need and that's what this whole podcast is about is like you know trying to cull those things where you're like am I crazy for just even having this thought and it's like no you're allowed to have thoughts let's talk about it and the root of so much of our conversation was how important it is to have conversations about stuff like this which I love she's hilarious I'm gonna shut the fuck up I would tell you where my shows are but I have none coming up because the world's on fire uh, with that being said, also, before I go into it, check out NeuroGum. Um, Getneuro.com and use the code JMS to get 10% off your first order. It's uh, gum that gives you energy but also focus. It's got B vitamins, L-theanine, and um, I, I genuinely... I love it. They gave me a code because I wouldn't shut the fuck up about it, not because... They not, it had nothing to do with the podcast or them wanting to sponsor me. So, lest you think I've sold out, ho, oh, not yet, but for the right amount of money, if anyone's interested, I am fully willing to sell out at this point because my source of income has been squashed by the fact that so many people refuse to put a piece of cloth over their face so we can rid our country of this virus and we're now a plague state. Anyway, no further ado, please enjoy Ariel Isaac Norman. Hey, idiots. It's me. I'm back. And I'm here with my friend, Ariel, Isaac Norman. Thank you for joining me.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a really brief.
1: I do a whole, I should have also said I'll do a longer intro at the beginning. Uh (laughs) So you're just like, okay, here we are.
2: (laughs) I know if you were addressing the idiots and then me or still the idiots.
1: Just the the general, all of
2: us, the idiocy. We're all here.
1: Mm-hmm. It, I mean, we truly are. Uh thanks for taking time out of fucking camping to mm-hmm. be with
2: me. You're I, I could have stopped at a winery on the way back. You
1: know? Oh, no. Did I rob you of wine? I mean, there's I, feel,
2: I don't even uh like go, I didn't want to go to the winery, but other people did. So if anything, you saved me from wine. Well,
1: I was I'm glad I was able to help then because uh, I've definitely been on both sides of that coin. And when you are not wanting to day drink, it can be a yeah. fucking nightmare.
2: People really shame you for not wanting to day drink, I find. And I'm like, I'm not, you know, I like drinking sometimes. I just, it's not night, night time yet. I know. And I'm like, if I drink
1: during the day, I'm done. Like I like,
2: have to keep drinking until I go to bed. Yeah, which for like, me is,
1: yeah, like 3 p.m. I'm like, I'm out.
2: Yeah. It's just ending the day for me, which every now and then it's fun to end the day, really. But I'm like, eh.
1: oh, yeah. I mean, especially now where it's like, well, I don't have anywhere else I have to be. So fuck it. Mm-hmm. Which feels like that's been potentially slippery slope for the last five months of like, well, I could just start. I'll just get really high. It's 10 a.m. Yeah.
2: What can you do? I also I do get high a lot. So. I mean, this isn't the day for me. I'm like,
1: how can you? I'm, I'm like, how can anyone be not doing something? I don't smoke a lot, but it's for no other reason than just, I, I don't even know. Like, I probably could afford to smoke more and it would chill me out. I'll just, I'm just like at bedtime, as if I have some sort of really productive day I have to get through in a
2: corner. I just can't. Oh, I try to be productive when I'm high. I'm just like so bored by being productive if I'm not high. So I'm like, I could be, I could be doing chores while high right now. That so means, why not? Yeah. No, it's I'll like be much more interested in the podcast I'm listening to. If I'm also high while doing the dishes, you know? So true. Cause then
1: you're like, oh my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're telling
2: helpful. all your friends about podcasts and then it's like,
1: what, were they that good? Or <laughs> you're just like sending them to everybody. <laughs> yeah. You're going to yeah. love it. You're geniuses. <laughs> yeah. I cannot imagine the amount of people I have just straight up offended of my friends that I've been like, you'll really appreciate this. And it's like, <laughs> just some deep mental health. P-
2: <laughs> like, why did you think you're of like, me? You're like, that's just what I listen to. Doesn't everyone just listen to mental health podcasts for nine hours a day? I know. I'm like, isn't everyone just like diving
1: deep into the human psyche for fun? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I... I'm glad you're able to join me. I'm having you on and we'll talk about everything, but it's gender stuff. Yeah, sure. So you identify as, okay, when you responded to my tweet where I was like, guys, I want to mix it up. Just fucking tell me if you want to be on the podcast because I'm clearly bad at booking it. Um, 100% true. I'll think of someone like after eight months and be like, why haven't I asked them? androgynous gender fluid is that one term you used or was that like a blanket kind of this is where I fall under
2: yeah that's not like a traditionally phrased thing it's just I yeah like that's that that question like how do you identify and I mean I'm I feel like I'm like I don't really like what does it even mean to identify that's my first question I just I'm like if I was going to describe myself whether to a cop (laughs) you know or her potential friend or whatever it's like yeah I I'm going for androgyny that's what I like um that's how I want to present myself I like confusing people ideally (laughs) like if if I like I you know I'll say on stage like if you if I'm in the same restroom as you and you don't give me at least a double take that's misgendering me (laughs) <laughs> because I want I want you to be yeah, you know, and people do like you know if I'm in the women's restroom and I'm usually in the women's restroom, but a, a lot of times a woman will walk in, see me, step back out, check the sign, and then come back. <laughs> Yeah. And you're like mission accomplished, <laughs> exactly. And like I'll start to tell those stories to people, and if they don't know me that well, they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's everything I want. That's my dreams come true." Yeah, it's you're like, perfect. yeah, I, I get. You should I'm go, like, it, right. <laughs> or, but I've also gotten hit on that way. Like the women's restroom. Okay. So I'll start walking back, especially if it's like a nightclub type thing. Um, but not a gay bar. Then if I'm walking to the back and there's a girl doing mascara or something, she'll see me walking by just, you know, just from the side and in a mirror and whatever. And then yeah. she's like, uh, okay, dude, you're in the wrong restroom or whatever. And then I turn around and now that she sees my face, she'll be like, Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And and you're so beautiful. I, you're so. I'm so sorry. And I just I I love gay. And you're gorgeous. And I and like you know what I mean. I'm like panicking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I love gay stuff. Yeah. People black, no, like, rainbows. I'll start to get. It's like they're doing that, but at the same time, like genuinely hitting on me. Like there's a look in their face where they're like, "Oh my god!" You know, they're like, "I'm." Like, I can't, I just miss gender. I just almost kicked someone out of the bathroom and now they're hot, you know <laughs> I mean? like, And I'm like, this. that's my favorite moment of my life. You know what I mean? Like, how could I complain about anything? Anyone like thinks about my gender, you know, people sir me and I love it, you know? Uh, and, and then the only thing that's like that I don't love is when someone says, sir, or this or that, or, you know, so, so, addresses me as a dude. And then once they see that I'm not, then they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, like, they get, like, all overly apologetic. They make apologetic. it weird? <laughs> yeah, they make it weird, because I'm all very quickly, be like, no, don't worry, you know, but, but it's really in the past several years, with all the trans stuff and everything being so visible in the culture, I think, like, people no longer really apologize that much, usually, like, and maybe I'm also just really cool about it, too, but, you know, they're just, like, um, you know, sir, and turn around, and they're, like, oh, a lot of times, it's just, like, oh, just, like, even a head nod, like, oh, and we just move on and talk yeah. about it. And I'm just kind like, appreciate that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Don't worry. I'll kind of just say, like, don't worry. You know, very, like very quickly, very like coolly. You can kind of just be like, oh, it's no worries, dude. You know, just a little smile, a little bit of Texany kind of like no worries. You know, they're like it happens. Like, yeah, that's
1: that's awesome to hear because I feel like sometimes people could potentially get so upset by that, and it bums me out that like someone could take. A mistake and make it like so personal and be like, right. so, like that it could ruin their
2: day. I'm like, ah, no, no. As if someone is someone like purposefully like missing you. I mean, sometimes people will, you know, and maybe in the past or maybe in rural areas or something, people could have been like, All right, ma'am. If anything, what's more aggressive is that the way that people will sometimes ma'am me or like really try to be like ladies like aggressively gender you feminize me. I say that's more common than any kind of like someone being like they're not gonna be like, Oh sir, can you do this? Like misjinder you in that way. They're not usually gonna do that on purpose. What they'll do on purpose is try to put you back into the vagina. Get back in your box.
1: Yeah.
2: Exactly. Ma'am, madam. (laughs) <laughs> you know and i'm just you know but at this age you know i see that and i'm like well that's their own issues that they're dealing with and that's sad for them i hope we continue to evolve as a culture but like you know
1: some people I, won't evolve as fast i guess
2: yeah some people this they got the wrong breed of christian growing up and now they're kind of kind of sticking in that or whichever conservative religion it's not just the christian it's not but, just christian
1: know. but yeah just sort of they kind of grew up stuck in the these are the boxes
2: someone made them be all the way in that box and they're damn sure not gonna let any other women enjoy being outside of that box it's a sour grapes kind of it's sad for them you oh know? yeah no it's true it's like when you look at it like that
1: it's honestly like i'm i'm bummed for that type of person that they're kind of like
2: yeah. well no we have a well, this is what we're supposed to do, yeah, ladies. The clothes we wear. This is the things that we do with our time. These are the things we're interested. in. You know, it's like, oh, the cognitive dissonance of seeing a gender non-conforming person, and and to, to know that you didn't live your life fully. That sounds awful. Yeah, if you just like checked all the boxes
1: of what you were told, like this is what a a nice lady does, and then you're like, but th-
2: well, look at that person who's just happy and not. I mean, it's in a, a lot corset. of women. Who- there's a lot of older women who genuinely wish they had, that had sex with women when they were younger, but now, and they've never done it. And now they're too old. They're not only is it like hard to kind of date at an older age, but just in terms of really, it's like, it's too late for them to get into a new set of genitals. Yeah. You're you like, know? it's, it's, I already your figured out what starting. works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your brain starts, it doesn't make as many neuronal connections anymore. It's harder to do new stuff as you get older. And so like a whole <laughs> new set of genitals for them is this out of question, but they kind of know that they had lesbian capacities and they really, really have a tight, like z- a steel box on that in their minds. Cause they really, really don't want to know that they should have been fucking women this whole time. The whole time. Well, I think you said, make it to a certain age. And if you haven't
1: discovered certain things about yourself, there's, yeah, there's definitely this aspect of your ego could just like cling for dear life and be like, don't you admit you were wrong? No,
2: That's no, 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 no. Insane. Was the same thing with straight men and, like, experimenting with gay male sex. You know, they have a lot of that, too. They have that still job. And even for me, I'm... but So, I can feel it in myself, because I'm a... What we used to call a gold star lesbian. You're sort of not allowed to say that in many circles anymore. Oh, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> they took away like, the stars? It implies that, I, like, it's more valuable to be a lesbian... Uh, who's never had sex with a man than it is not to be. And it's like, it's not about it being more valuable inherently in the world. It's just that sometimes lesbians are interested in that so that we know what baggage you do or don't have. Yeah. That you're like, are you
1: getting, are like, where are you in your full realization that you're a lesbian? Do we have to work through that? you being comfortable with who you are or
2: just like, am I going to have intrusive thoughts about every blowjob you've ever given? That's my problem. You know what I mean? But it's just interest. It's nice to know sometimes like, Oh, but it's very rare. Anyway, I'm very, I'm a, a rare breed of person. That's a gold star lesbian. But point being, I've like had so little interaction with penises and balls that at this point in my life. It just feels like I, it's like, you never try to get someone into star Wars when they oh, didn't see I have it. a whole
1: second podcast, by the way, that's about diving into specific nerd cultures, which I shifted my room because right now we're in Harry Potter. And I was like, feels, the. I have a whole backdrop. I was like, feels oh. real aggressive to have Harry Potter books everywhere. And be like, let's talk about gender. Because I was like, this, <laughs>
2: this feels yeah, bad. Don't, don't, I, yeah, we probably should not talk about JK Rowling.
1: So. Oh, no, 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 And we've addressed it a million times on there. But yeah, to to answer your question, yes, it's like, at a
2: certain age, it's like, this person is never going to geek out the way... And and it's like, the, I'm never going to get into the nerd culture of dicks and balls. But yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I just, yeah, if you haven't watched Star Wars uh, as a kid and you try to get into it, like Jar Jar Binks, you know what I mean? You're yeah, not gonna like that. going to like that. That's, that's how I feel about male gender. It's like Jar Jar Binks. And that's- if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, I'm 33 years old, so... If you haven't encountered Jar Jar Banks and then this age, someone, they try to present you with that. It's just like, that is so ridiculous and gross and stupid and annoying. I can't. Right? This, like, this doesn't awful. even look real. <laughs> it's so creepy and weird that that's what, I mean, I think when dicks are hard, they seem fine to me. Like. Oh, flaccid dicks are the funniest. I can't. I just can't. Also, that's like, why with
1: old statues were they like, yeah, make it flaccid? Like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, because they also wanted them to be small. Because the the Greeks, who I guess had small dicks, convinced themselves that that meant that they were smarter. That the big dick men were dumber, and, and that like, was kind of, let's show off our how, let's show off how smaller dicks are. So you'd want it to be flaccid because. You don't want to be just like hard and five inches or something. It's like you just just flaccid, like not, barely there. You're like that's I don't even think about factor. sex. I it's yeah. not even.
1: I don't even get horny because I'm so smart.
2: Yeah, they were enlightened. We we're probably going a good direction with men. We should have. I <laughs> mean, gotten more of those ones who wanted to have small dicks. I mean, yeah. probably, but then. But wants like, you I, want to have sex with big dick men, so that's,
1: yeah, and you are well, like, "Well, what adult. am I supposed to do? Reproduce with this man with a small penis just because he's smart?" <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think what we do is we breed them and then we keep the you know big dick ones around for sex, but then we don't procreate with them. And then our daughters will be fine. They won't be used to the big dick manly men. And then they'll be fine with the little small dick men. Yeah, plus you
1: breed with a man with a small dick. Maybe your daughter inherits his genitals and has a small vagina. It all works out. No,
2: exactly, exactly. You just get smaller and smaller together. All of our genitals just get smaller and smaller (laughs) over time. Well, yeah, just like, so birds, you know, like most birds uh, don't have penises because they did evolve them away. They used to have dicks. Wait, is that real? Yes, the female birds got organized and they just... (laughs) i mean maybe that's not how evolution works but that's you know um but they basically i they, I, they just decide, they were into the smaller and smaller dick birds and so the male birds lost their dicks over time so now they have cloacas just like the girl birds they both you know they have the combination vagina butthole you know about oh, this right the, the, I, I knew the vagina butthole thing
1: okay but i just never i think in my the heart man. if i were to have really thought about birds i would go well clearly that must be all birds but like I just never gave thought to, you, like, well, what about a bird penis?
2: Which yeah, shocks no, me. Honestly, no. that I
1: haven't thought about it is shocking.
2: It's on the, Yeah, they don't really get to that part on these, you know, planet Earth specials or whatever <laughs> as much as they should. But so, yeah, so the dude mounts the, the girl and just try... It's like a it's like a farting. Like, they're trying to scissor fart their what? jizz. They just, like, put their butthole things together and just, just sort go. of, like...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, yeah. He, like, weaves the seed into the woman. Weaves it into it. And if the woman is into... If she's receptive, she can kind of, like, pull her, like, butt cheeks apart a little bit. Like, but internally, she can kind of, like, put herself into the receptive pattern. If she Ah. doesn't... Like, so that one senator who was, like, you know, when women have raped, they have ways their body has... Ways to shut these things down. That's not true for humans as much as it is for birds. It's true for humans <laughs> a little bit because you get a spike of cortisol or something, and I then that will kill. Laughing stuff. this hard, but it's like you're right <laughs> about birds, sir. Like, thank you, Senator. Uh, you human meant birds, yeah. Um, but so, <laughs> but so, yeah. They have like these uh, cloaca, they, but and and also, see, because if you notice, girl birds are usually like plain and brown almost always yeah. across all of them and then especially in like the tropical places but the the male birds are like bright they're always bright colored maybe blue green purple whatever oh so the males are doing all the work the males oh, are the God. faggots of the bird <laughs> world they're the <laughs> ones they're the ones being all flamboyant and being very like ooh fuck me you know um <laughs> and i mean the are like uh the, all these animal species are all different, like in their little sexual politics, you know, like, but birds are just like my favorite. So, so they, <laughs> they like, they not only are colorful, they evolve like the, like, um, peacocks. Those are just oh, the, yeah. men.
1: the girls but are like, the
2: men have the yeah. big tails. Right. I knew that. So it's mm-hmm. like, they have to do all the fucking like, woo, look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they try really hard. They don't have bachelor pads. Like when they want to court a woman, they'll like use, you know, they make little like circles or something. They'll make like a nice little place with little flowers. They use their little beaks to like put flowers More around. The Stuart
1: shit together. They're like, yes. look
2: at my nest, bitch. And then the chicks will be like, okay, I like this and come down. And they were, there's one Okay, I'll, this is my last thing about birds. I promise, but I this love one,
1: it. I could go on forever. This is amazing.
2: <laughs> there's this one bird species where the men all create this little hut first out of like twigs and stuff, like a little hut, like a little hoopah or something, like from a wedding, like a little, <laughs> like a little hut thing. But the particular design of it is so when the girl comes by, she she picks whichever hut she likes best and whichever guy you know. and It's like okay, and then the guy will come around from behind and try to do his thing. And the point of that hut is that if at any point the chick decides she's done with this and wants to get out of there, that hut allows her to escape without the man being able to pursue her as quickly. She'll be Whoa. able to get away. So the men have evolved. They bred them to construct their own rape protection huts. They're like, uh, like we
1: cannot physically restrain ourselves from coming after you. We'll build a device. Yes.
2: That's the honestly that easier for evolution to do is to get the birds to construct that. You're, you're so right. Then to get them to just be less horny and rapey.
1: Yeah, that it's like, I mean, that's a fucked up thing, but it's like, you're not going to stop them from wanting to put their dick in everything. Yeah. We need a device. That yeah. Tra- so they but have time we'll to go like,
2: oh, I've got to stop. For you know, thousands of years, they fuck the ones a little bit more likely to construct a rape protection hut. That's- it- do you know what I mean? And who are we fucking? Women? Ladies? You know? Oh,
1: listen, I have a long list of hutless birds.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> it's <laughs> y'all in your... We wouldn't need all this Me Too movement if you guys have been fucking the right men for the last, yeah, you know, millennia. Fuck these guys that build flowery
1: castles.
2: Although be, yeah, a lot of who we were fucking was was arrangement and rape, so that wasn't really on us, I
1: guess. Say la vie. <laughs> Uh, What a shitty way to put that. Dear God. No, I mean, but then it is sometimes where you go just like in general with, I mean, this is just fucking, this is just me being far too judgmental, but that it's like, come on, that's who you're reproducing with?
2: This guy? (laughs) Like, uh, it's more of that, the toothless dude at the... It does feel like, yeah, you look around and you're like, Natural selection's doing what <laughs> right now? <laughs> no, that it's like I literally sometimes think about how,
1: like, if becoming a species that evolved to love has ruined natural selection. Yeah, because people exactly. just go, but I care, and it's like
2: you would never survive with right. this person. That's that's a without- joke. When they say God is love and love is everything, that's like yeah. Instead of like this universe that makes sense or whatever we introduce the concept of love and that's what makes humans so ridiculous. Yeah. I th- cause I, okay. So I believe that we're all God experiencing all of this for fun, basically. Yay. Is like that- a simulation yeah. or what? Um, but like, if you're a God, like if you really were all powerful, omnipotent, whatever, like you could just make yourself experience all of this without a need to like, it's a simulation. Sure. It's a simulation. And that God just kind of went like, and made ourselves into all these different consciousnesses. And yeah, Okay, well, I like that. Yeah. It's kind of an Alan Watts thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the idea that... What, what what were we just talking about? Fuck. Bird... Oh, the law. Lo- how love has ruined natural Oh, love. Selection. Oh, yeah, exactly. So if, like, the natural order of things and evolution and everything was carrying along according to, according to just, like, boring rules, and then love is, like, what humans are. This idea of, yeah, instead of things going by natural selection... Instead of it being an orderly universe, love is the thing that disrupted the order. The order. And love is it chaos. Was, it was, yeah, it was, it was uh, like being carried out according to Newtonian or whatever physics or whatever, the whole thing until love was introduced. And now here we are. making podcasts and stuff. Yeah, no, looking at it like that almost makes it seem like love is this really evil thing. It's like like this disease. Well, it's sin or whatever. It's like the whole, it's the mess. Like whatever, however you want to think about that, all these creation myths. It's Pandora's box, right? It's like this thing of, (laughs) but it's, yeah, I'd never thought about that before, that that, that it's love that is really- Yeah, like I'm picturing like the devil- Making love,
1: and he's like, deal with that. (laughs) Road to hell is paved with love, you know.
2: (laughs) And he's like, I did this. I threw off the natural order. Really, Satan is love. I think this is actually just what the Satanists believe. I think we just accidentally. I think that's what the scriptures say. Yeah, honestly, Satan is love. Yeah, I think we're Slytherins or something. I think. Uh,
1: I mean, (laughs) maybe,
2: uh
1: Slytherins. That's. Great. I don't know. Uh, you
2: like look like a Hufflepuff, but I think you might be more of a Slytherin, but that's just I'm according to according to Pottermore. <laughs> You're a Ravenclaw. Are you yeah, yes, yeah, I'm a Ravenclaw. Oh, of
1: course okay. I am. I just probably said probably according to Pottermore.
2: There's that's, also an owl behind you.
1: Is this is too inside hairy. Yeah, I need to hang this up because it was a gift for my birthday. But it's been fun talking about birds with this owl Happy sitting. Birthday. Here. <laughs> Um, it was a while ago, but thank you. Uh, I felt like having an owl would make me seem smarter.
2: Uh, instead of wearing the glasses yourself, you have the owl with the glasses on. It's really nicely done. Priming us to feel like you're smarter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's like, no, my eyes, my eyes are here. They're with you. I don't need glasses. I do so badly. I should be wearing them. Uh, (laughs) fuck. What was I going to, okay. Wait, birds. I want to circle back to Androgyny, gender oh, androgyny, fluidity. Yeah. Um, how did you arrive? I guess at the realization of this. Like, would you say it's uh, a choice to be androgynous, or is it just kind of this? And I know that is a no. It's a great loaded question. Quest. Someone's like, yeah,
2: "Can great. you believe this woman?" I like that choice. No, I don't know if anyone's ever asked because they're usually asking it about gay, trans, even gender fluid or whatever maybe. But androgynous itself—that's like a fun like ask Johnny Depp, you know, did he arrive at a, at the choice? It's like, no, it's kind of who you are in the sense that it's just like how you look best. Like, I feel like, um, I, uh, I do have a memory though, as a child, I don't know how old I was eight or something where I had this fantasy of becoming like some, like some kind of rock star was how I thought it. I wanted to become a famous androgynous rock star. I didn't have the word androgynous, but I knew that I wanted both men and women to be attracted to me and to be a little confused. And that was my dream. I was a little Mormon kid. So it was hard to to like think how there's a path toward that dream. But here I am, I, you know, to the extent, I mean, I'm pretty early in my comedy career, but still like sometimes, you know, I'm on stage and I'll talk about androgy and judging. I have people like clap and be like, oh, you know, clap if you're attracted to me, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm literally just, do you ever find yourself just fulfilling a weird childhood fantasy? And you're like, huh, I didn't even yeah. realize I was doing that. That you're like, happened. oh, wow, this worked out.
1: This re- crazy dream is now going on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: So that's the thing about, so when you say that, it's like, was it a choice? I don't know. Was it? Cause, uh, but I just, for me, I just keep, getting my haircut and you find once you find haircuts that look good on you you're like oh let's do that you know yeah. and so it was when I got to a point of like doing shorter haircut I mean right now this is you know some quarantine hair we've got going on looks good thanks yeah. and it's a like river a couple of days a river
1: yeah you're very um, like rugged it's good it's like yeah, yeah I, you've been camping what's up
2: yeah. <laughs> so um Yeah. But so I do, you know, that's just, it's, I don't know. Like it was probably a few years ago that I like thought of like, Oh, androgyny is what I'm going for. Um, you know, it wasn't that long ago in life, but it's like, but that's, and, and I, you know, uh, have thought about my gender in the last few years in a heightened way in the culture. And so, um, and I dated a trans dude, um, couple summers ago and okay. so then he wanted me to like he liked to think of himself as a gay boy and so when he saw me he I I was doing like a gay comedy thing and I said something about being a lesbian but as he put it he saw me and he was like whatever you know <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's what I, and what I told him because when I started talking to him like at, well, he's hit, hitting on me after the show and he was like after a few minutes I said something about him being like masculine of center and he's like oh what are you talking about I was like well you know you're like one of the masculine of center people you know and he was like well I'm a I'm a boy I'm a trans boy or whatever probably said man or dude but (laughs) I'm a boy I'm a real boy I I do say boy way too often when I talk about the little trans boys but um (laughs) (laughs) so 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 when he was, yeah, he was saying, I'm a, you know, I'm a dude, I'm a trans dude. I was like, oh, okay. Cause you know, when I saw him, I had just gotten out of my second marriage. I was like newly single and dating and poly and just being very like fun, fun, fun. And yeah. so when I saw him after the show, it, I was like, oh, it's one of the little boy ones. But I meant like of the lesbians. Like a masculine presenting lesbian. Sorry. Yeah. So so when I was like a, a lesbian in my 20s and stuff, and I was looking around at all the different types of lesbians I might be attracted to, I was really attracted to the little boy ones, but <laughs> it just never felt like I never, I were at the club or something, we might dance together, but I never knew like how to take it further than that mm-hmm. because it, there was like a feeling of, is this really right? We're both short hairs. I don't know. <laughs> What, Two short yeah, hairs can't go to Are you going to hit on me? That, like, yeah, like, are you going to hit on me? Or am I supposed to hit on you? Because, like, uh, you should probably hit on me if this is happening. No? Okay. Because, like, everyone's a bottom. You know, it's like... Yeah, you're just, shorter. like, you have the shorter hair, so you kind of have to carry yeah. the wand here, bud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It has that kind of feel. And so, but here... So here I am, nearly single, and I'm like, oh, I should date one of the boy ones for sure. And then he's like, I'm a boy. And I'm like, okay, fun. Let's also do that then um and like, sure <laughs> because it was it was interesting because it made a lot more sense i think you know to think of ourselves as gay men so yeah he wanted to think of he was like you know oh you're like you're a dude okay like whatever your identity is you know you're obviously like a non-binary dude person so so and I'm like okay whatever sure. yeah <laughs> you know how because again like how do i identify i don't know um that's never made sense to me i don't like it's i don't get that anybody identifies as anything in terms no, specific. especially gender specific.
1: And that's where like, and I've thought about it more over the l- last few years as it comes up that it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah and it's like, I know, I know that it's like gender and the sex you're born are two different things. But like, to me, it's always been, I'm like, I, I'm like am a woman. Cause like, it's like, I got the parts, but I, yeah. I never feel like at the forefront of who I am or I'm a woman. how I want people to think of me is like, yeah, I, exactly the first thing you think of to me is go, well, she's a woman. Like it's like, first off for
2: starters, definitely a female. No, I mean, exactly. And so it's just like, let's just take all this, uh, uh, down a peg. Um, but yeah, so what I think of is like, when you're, when you're like meditating on, on what, what's my gender identity? I'm like, do you, I'll ask audiences sometimes, like, do you, do you all have, like, is there something, clap if you really feel like a man or a woman. And you know, like, it's kind of like half and half people clap. And some people are like, no, I really don't. And I can see that. But then I'm like, okay, so when y'all are, when y'all are singing Aladdin, are you not doing the Aladdin and Jasmine? When you're singing part of your yeah. world or, or what do you call You know what I mean? You're doing both, right? You're, you're method acting each of those emotional of experiences, right? Are we all doing that? Is anyone... Yeah right? You're like, obviously, obviously I'll sit out the girl one, but yeah, I couldn't, couldn't relate to that experience. So I, no, I mean, you're both right. Isn't everyone fucking both? I just think gender's eh, I, yeah, I think it's no, I've always felt like it's kind of like,
1: I'm of the mindset of like, you know, whatever you want, what whatever things you want to attach to who you are to feel yeah. like you fit in somewhere. Fine. But with gender, I'm kind of like, It really, like it really feeds into the idea of how much of things are a social construct.
2: Yeah. It's habits too. If you go down a pink road in life, you know, we all have inclinations is the thing. And those are real. Those are real. Inclinations towards sort of things that have gotten labeled masculine or feminine um, and are correlated together. Those things all really exist. So obviously in many ways, I have a lot of dude-like kind of characteristics you know? Yes. And there's a lot, there's a lot of chick-like and dude-like things. I mean, that's just kind of how I think about it, but there's plenty of chick-like things that I like too. you know? And yeah. so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm gender fluid, whatever. Cause I just wouldn't limit myself by that. But I think people have kind of inclinations and then they get pushed in directions and then they get into patterns. And if you just really go deep into pink and purple life, you yeah, just kind this, of, that's what you're used to. That's what you like. Yeah.
1: And it's like, is that even being a woman or yeah, did we as a society go, well, that's feminine. So we're putting that in the lady box. So. Right. Pink,
2: was a, pink was a boy thing and blue was a girl thing. in like the early 20th century, and then they switched it. So like that stuff's all, but, but there are cultures where the men aren't allowed to eat like pink
0: fruits. What's so special about hero bread, soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns and tortillas. Hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
2: Because it's too vaginal, so they can't eat beets and cherries and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, it's, I don't know, humans are all over the place. Yeah, we really are, and then it's...
1: It's like everyone's all over the place, but they expect everyone else to be in the place they're at. And you're like, that's not...
2: We're a mess. Or to be like, it's all because of colonialism. Or it's like, I'm like, no. Like, every culture's done all kinds of shit. <laughs> Women are usually getting fucked. I'll tell you that. It's you know, but... It's all
1: because of colonialism. is just like... <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Colonialism is why you have a furry, glittery headdress on. Is that what's going on? It's just like... Um, step back. I don't know if you can... I can't hear you for some reason. Oh shit. Am I oh, cutting right. out just, for you? You just came back. Okay. It's probably shitty Wi-Fi. God damn it. Um, it's the universe being like subscribe <laughs> to my rules that you have made for yourself. Thrills,
2: saith the Lord. <laughs> yeah. So wouldn't it be great if there was a God who was like upset about gender nonconformity after we died? And he was like, I wanted you to be girlier than that. Damn yeah, it. like, remember
1: Eve with the tits? She was <laughs> I wanted I wanted more pink. <laughs> more pink, Ariel. You should have worn more pink. God's yeah. just upset. and He's like, no, those were my ideas. And you guys just scoffed at them. Like
2: my rules. I gave you the rules in the Bible. It talked about which colors y'all should wear, what kind of hairstyles you should have. I mean, it does kind of talk about hairstyles sometimes, I think. It's so
1: funny. It's like, women wear dresses. <laughs> it's like, isn't, wasn't everyone wearing a just a sheet at some point? Like, relax. Yeah. So... With the term gender fluid, gender fluidity, so you just kind of use that as like a eh, this is what I am because you're somewhere
2: in the I'm middle. Like and also need that, yeah. and also if like if y'all all want to label stuff and have identities out there and rank people based on identities and whatever, like the truest thing that there is. To me, is like I guess I'm gender fluid in the in the sense that yeah, I do kind of feel like to the extent that to me the gender also whatever else it might be, it's definitely like a lot of stereotypes and roles and norms and things like that. And so to that extent, I'm like sometimes I have inclinations or life experiences that have brought me toward enjoying things on both sides. I have like some of the foibles of both sides. Like in some ways, I get into a very like man. I really kind of just am a dude you know, and I can get f- weird going off in that direction. <laughs> and other times I'm like, yeah, but I'm also, I'm very rooted in being a woman in ways that largely do in my, to have to do with, then I have a female body that I have not only the blood and everything, but like yeah. the hormonal cycles and everything that that is, and everything that teaches you, everything that like changes about that as you grow up and get older and things Absolutely. you only realize after 15 years of it. And, what, and you're like, why didn't anyone tell yeah. me? Yeah. About- nobody warns you about anything. <laughs> for I learn that- Like a month ago, I learned that we have two sides to our uterus and that each month they take turns giving off an egg so that like, I guess I knew that, but that each side is different. So when you have like PMS or different symptoms, um, it's like, you'll have like some, a lot of times every other month, you'll have like a really bad one. Oh, where, so it's like, you have a, like your right ovary is a huge cunt. Yeah. And, and your, your left, left, left one's like, oh, just right, we can yeah. do some shedding. It's not a big It'd deal. It would be nice if you would have a baby soon, but you know, I guess you could just do this instead, you know? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Those are like horrible. Is- liberal and one's conservative or whatever yeah but i'm like i didn't know that until like a month ago so i'm like how come no one mentions that like if we're gonna have health class we're gonna mention things you You know everyone's so fucking
1: up their own ass We
2: probably figured that out the scientists probably figured that out seven years ago (laughs) you know i mean maybe
1: yeah because i I know when has science given a shit about women that deeply that they're like let's get they're just like the egg thing comes and they sometimes get pregnant and there's Uh, a lot of blood
2: i don't want to talk about it it, it yeah, took, that does seem to be how the entire scientific community handled vaginas, and t- I mean, literally into the last couple of decades, they were like, yeah, it's "like we had to get oh, more women in there to address it." No, no, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We still don't know whether the G spot's real. They go back and forth on that. The clit is a lie. <sighs> They're like, <laughs> and how do we
1: get bigger boners? That's what we really need to focus on. Yeah, <sighs> that's that's so interesting because I I definitely relate to the feeling of, I get in, I don't even know if they're moods or just sort of periods of time where I definitely am leaning more toward what would be considered masculine behavior. And even so much as like, like my appearance has gone from like, there's times when I want to be very quote feminine and dressed up. But then I think when people go like, I'm being womanly Uh, And they're like, you know, pushing up their tits and wearing pink and dresses. I'm like, well, now you're reinforcing a gender stereotype by being like, because I'm a woman, my tits are up to my chin. And it's like, well, that doesn't seem
2: fair. In a sense that it's like, yes, you're accentuating the traits that display fertility and and advertising yourself to the male Uh, the species but it's like so if i want to i want to steer us more in the bird direction then i would say no dude y'all they want this pussy okay you don't have to work for it yeah You can be plain brown, sweet little birds. You don't have to try that hard. You can make the men, the idea is that the men do that. It's fun because that way we get to chill and just raise our kids and stuff. And they go out and get purple and blue and green. And they do these vulnerable little dances to try to impress us. Like that is the vision I want. So when we're pushing up, yeah, every time a woman pushes her tits up, you know, then you're like, yeah. is you're okay. holding us back. You're going the wrong direction for me. But that's what I love. You know, the trans women—if they all do that, hooray! Yeah, because then <laughs> that the males of the species are doing it. Like that's what I want to see in the world. Is I want all men to be trans. <laughs> oh, so, uh, what a I want what all, all men to be world. trans. <laughs> just not all. Again, just gotta, everyone to
1: be a woman is basically the goal. Yes, here. Everyone to, In my religion, we're, all
2: our pronouns are she/her. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. And those are your preferred pronouns, she, her.
2: Yeah.
1: Because like, that's a question that I should just probably ask on this
2: podcast. Uh, um, I don't know. I think you should just let people talk about it. I don't think that we need to just... Ask. It's kind of a weird thing to be like, let me do this very short interview. You, The one question that we all need to know about you before we have a conversation or an interaction is what your pronouns are. Like, why is that the one... How could that be the most important thing? I want, I need to know which box of gender to, to it, put you or not put you into. I know. I know. like I can then present you. I'm like, how is that not like, we make fun of gender reveal parties. It's like, you want a gender reveal party every time you meet someone.
1: Yeah. That's what like. I'm like I need economics. to tell you my pronouns that, that I feel, I mean, I totally agree with you, but I'm it like. might deep. hurt my feelings. Like grow
2: up. People misgender People, who cares? Like then correct them gently. You don't need mm-hmm. to know that before. Well, it's like. No. The, It is funny that it's like the audacity that you expect anyone to know everything about you is like, well, the reason they want you to put those in your bylines and stuff and your emails and your Twitter is as a show of, they'll say it's like solidarity because they'll say it's like, so that when trans people, it's not as obvious. It's like, Okay, well, I, yeah, it's also a sign of fealty to the movement. And that's yeah. what I think it really has become functioning as. And it's like, what, we were all just going to start mentioning our pronouns in the few spaces that we have to describe ourselves and our careers and what it's we're trying to do. or whatever. not enough space. And it's enough not enough to be space. Like, I'm supposed to be, just in case anyone's trans, let's all, you know, <laughs> take the vaccine of spending our, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I think it's asking too much. And I think that, You know, everyone knows that the some of the gender people, some of them are getting annoying and you know, kind of turning people off. But no one wants to be like quality. There's annoying people in every group. You know, exactly. There's annoying people in every group, and I'm just like, that's some shit. Where I'm like, dude, we're not doing that. We are not living in a society where gender is the first thing on our minds all the time. Well, yeah. We need to be like, let's talk about gender before we have a conversation. That is insanity. I mean absolutely, I want and it almost circles
1: back in a like silly way, but to like that briefly at the beginning of the podcast talking about, oh, sending my friend's podcast, like surely you're thinking about this too, just so you expect whatever is at the forefront of your mind that other people right. have to consider that, and it's like, no, that's your
2: thing, and that's fine, and', and the people, people want to make yeah, some I mean, of these people want to make gender their whole lives sometimes, and maybe they have like a uh, you know I mean, hell, I have a podcast about gender so. I guess... <laughs> gonna be like maybe they have a pod- my podcast is You're also like, about some of these characters. people should come on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> they should come on my podcast Wait, if what's you- it called again your podcast gender fluids
1: okay
2: you have another one right yeah i just started one called maga make america get along again uh, so um <sighs> We're all trying to do that. I think there's a whole spate of podcasts, like at least in your description of of this podcast, it's kind of like, we're all being like, hey guys, hey you idiots, hey you children, why don't we get along so that they can't so easily uh, get away with everything they just get away with, stealing and looting this, you know, earth and the country and whatnot. Like, why don't we get along so we have both better Republicans and Democrats? Any fucking asshole can get in on either party right now. So why don't we get along so that we can do a better job of this? Oh, I totally agree. And there's so much,
1: like- in my, in my point of or opinion, it's like wasted energy on focusing on these semantics and like little things where it's like, you're getting mad at someone who for the most part is going to, is on your team. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they have the same values, but because they said something that was a little, you know, off kilter, off color, whatever you're, you're now focusing attention away from a bigger cause by being like, well, actually this is uh, the proper way to feminism. And you're not doing it right. And it's like, but no, it's feminism. It means equality. Some of us are gonna right. be pieces of shit, just like men. That's, or whatever, yeah. you know. I'm speaking for myself specifically. But uh, it is, it's like this misconstruing, just a misunderstanding or a general ignorance because something isn't in someone's daily circle. You know, right. they're not constantly thinking about whatever identity gender or some type of specific political thing and then i feel like at least and i this is a bad habit anyway but like on twitter where i have to constantly remind myself twitter is not representative of the right. entire world or even our country like but it, it's like this misconstruing not knowing for being hateful or being right it's like no i just
2: i you know, don't sure. what it's so- about Twitter, it's so easy to like, you know, read uh, negative affect into any tweet. But at the same time, people say that and that that's a problem. At the same time, most people are actively being mean to each other. Not, Not most, but a lot of people in these little Twitter debates actively, it's like you already know you disagree with each other. And instead of doing anything to try to foster understanding or learning from each other, you just go on the attack. You call them stupid and dumb. And then we just have this fun little fight. And it's like, guys, I always try to get in there and I'm such a fucking weirdo, but I'm just like, Hey guys here, I hear this person saying that they define woman this way. And this person saying they define the woman this way. Can, why don't we talk about, you know, how we can move forward, you know? And it's like, how, but, but, and, and people just get confused. Usually yeah. it takes me a moment to calm them down to they'll be like, Hey, but you, and I'm like, no, no, you'll see that. I said most, not all, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, I'm not trying to fight. I think that there's a way to have a discussion and get discussion. some understanding. I'm just help. not good at the internet. Like, I tried to do that on Reddit for a while because it was like, that's easier than talking on, on Twitter that way. But yeah. then on Reddit, they started shutting down all these like feminist um, <laughs> subreddits. Jesus. So, of course they did. so, all these ones, I mean, one of, them, one of them was called Gender Critical Debates Queer Theorists. So it was like a certain brand of thought debating this other brand of thought about issues that they have debates about. And yeah, yeah, sometimes it it could get a little bit more, like there were more gender critical people than queer theorists on there. And so they... uh, they were like, a little bit more. And they weren't always the nicest, but it was generally like everyone was debating and there were digs from both sides. And yeah. they had to get rid of that because the trans rights activists went and like, I guess, brigaded it. I don't know. I'm pretty new to Reddit. Oh, and probably called
1: it like hate speech or something. Called it hate speech. Just going... This is just a, this is a conversation that could be
2: productive. That it was like, productive. I was having great conversations. I had saved like things I'd said and other people had said and wanted to go back and like read them. And I was like in the I was in the middle of like having discussions with people. That's I was one of the people having And it was all gone. Poof. Well, yeah. This it gone. It's, it's, I it's found idea. a community of people who wanted to like have conversation. They're trying to player. learn. They're
1: trying to engage. Yeah. And then it's like you can't shut people up into understanding that like. Yeah. Yes, I get it's frustrating when some people see things differently, but it is like, oh, there is that just tendency to immediately want to look at something as fighting or hate speech, which, and that's not to say that that does not exist, of course, sure. but it's like, I think there's a lot of hard conversations that would, we would benefit as a society from having rather than going, Don't you? That- don't even say that.
2: Exactly. And there were definitely some people on there, again, from both sides who were a little bit more hateful than others, but there's a lot of groups on for either side where they're just being hateful 24 seven about the other, but they talk to each other on those things, whatever. There's a lot of that. But on this one, there were also plenty of people who really were genuinely having conversations. A lot of them were very young. A lot of them I noticed were like just like 17, 18 years old. And they had come on there to be like, Hey, like, I want to talk about these things and have an earnest. And they were not coming with any, like, you know, Malice probably a lot of Asperger's kids. And we were all coming together to be like, and that's what it really is. I think, cause I'm a little Asperger's. Yeah. So, so really, what comedian I is in a little on the spectrum. Exactly. Thank you. And so, <laughs> and so I had found some other little Asperger's people and we were having these like little, nice conversations where we're going, oh, oh, how do you define this? What about this? Have you heard about this statistic? Have you heard? And just having great conversations. And again, poof, all gone. So what I'm like, and the, like you're radicalizing me, don't radicalize me into being like against you, trans people. Like this is insane for you to to do this, and because I would watch them on their reddits have their conversations being like, "Let's go shut these people down." and it's, it's like the, yeah, the idea that it's like shutting down someone's speech, I just
1: like and i I hate when people try to be like, "Oh, you're gonna be one of those free speech
2: people but like yes, yeah free speech people. That's what holds this country together, you idiot children. Read a fucking history book. We need free speech. Yeah, and it's like silencing
1: someone isn't going to make them less hateful, by the way. If someone no. has some sort of inclination toward dislike or disdain, it's probably rooted in some type of religious thing. They need to talk to somebody about it.
2: Or, like, or the people, the gender critical people who have ideological differences with the trans rights activists. Again, some of some trans rights activists, like, I don't really know exactly where that term came from, but, but that's what people call people, but they (laughs) had, (laughs) there's just so (laughs) many goddamn terms. Yeah, exactly. But, um, some of them were, you know, more, more hateful than others, but they, they had an ideological difference, you know? And, but then, so when to call it hate speech, it's like, what is hate speech? When you say like, these people are wrong about how gender works. Gender is just stereotypes. There is no real identity called man or woman. There's just females and males biologically. This is what these people believe. I don't yeah. fucking, I don't, you know, I don't know. I cannot tell what gender identity is, but they're like, and the rest of it is all norms and stereotypes that you guys, if anything are making worse because you're making gender into this whole thing that is so much more real than it really is. That is their position. And that yeah. is with such, and it's like, okay, if you can refute that, and I've had people like kind of try to explain why that position's wrong to me. But I don't fully get it. I don't have any green philosophy, like some of these people who try to explain <laughs> that to me. But they, and they say, with disdain, they say, you know, only eighth graders still believe stuff like that. And Judith Butler said this or whatever. And I'm like, ugh. And it's also just like, well, obviously not. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. it's, I, clearly, I. If if a person who is not an eighth grader is
2: saying it, that's not. Yeah, it's jk rowling is not an eighth grader and i'm not an eighth grader and a lot of people are not eighth graders and we don't fully get it and a lot of us are trying to still like be like well, okay but that it's not okay to go hey hey i kind of don't get this
1: like that nobody wants to hear you go i'm so, has anybody thought about like this little one thing like
2: is there a safe space where i can ask like what the fuck being a woman means yes what like gender wh- is
1: who am I allowed to complain to about my period?
2: Where does that
1: group and who has a tampon? That's all I care about. Like it is this strange and it's fine, you know, that anyone believes in the different things, but I agree that like, you've got to be able to have that conversation of here's why I see it this way. Here's why I see it this way. Let's find a common understanding. And also this general idea and not just around gender, but that because someone sees something differently than you. I think so many people jump to, instead of just going, this is a fundamental disagreement.
2: They go, oh, I hate you. You're like, evil. You're evil. Yeah. You're, you're one of the, the bad people. You're one of the turfs, one of the bad people, one of the bigots, one of the people on the wrong side of history. I mean, that's, it's, it's childish. But you li- we literally have the phrase agreeing to disagree. <laughs> it's the, you know what I mean? That's, yes. like, uh, that's what you're supposed to do you don't have to agree with everyone you have a conception of the universe and your experience, your perception of what it means to be alive and human is different than someone else's completely subjective experience of what any of this means. Like, come the fuck on. But yeah, so those gender critical people did immediately just like create discord servers and different things. And they put this, and they, and they were all very riled up and angry and clearly like feel more negative emotions now toward, because they've been like, stuff. they can't have their
1: conversation that you're like, their
2: conversation. you're like, you're like you can't if it even, it even talk about this. Yeah, even if they were sometimes gloating about, like you know, you know, because that's what happens. There's a gender cynical page to this day. They didn't shut that one down. That Hilarious. just makes fun of uh, feminist lesbians, turfs, as they label them, they, whatever. They just they make fun of these people, and especially when they do show some level of outrage or whatever. Um, but to be fi- to be fair. The, like, missteps, the the bad things, the mean things, whatever that they catch gender critical saying are nowhere near as bad as all the stuff that gender critical people were catching the trans rights activists saying. I mean, you, you know, there's... there's just yeah. to kind of, like, choke on my girl dick and die kind of stuff, like, is rampant, um, saying all kinds of crazy things about, like, how female genital mutilation means that they're less of a woman than a trans woman. <laughs> you know, like, crazy shit like that. Whoa. And so that's why they got it shut down. It's because uh, people were able to find all kinds of crazy shit, and they didn't want people sharing that, so. Yeah. Well, it's just,
1: I, I also just think, like, the inability like especially with something like gender where there's so much conversation about it being this spectrum or there it's like there's this fluidity that that people can't also extend that to everyone's full experience as a human that's like do you expect everyone to be black and white about everything else or like right. about this I specifically heard. yeah it's yeah. like we all live in a gray area but so many people want you to
2: are you with theory state? Yes or no. Binary choice of are you going to pass this ideological purity test and be a good liberal or not? You know, that's insane. Yeah, that that, that there are
1: that there are groups it's okay to target your hate toward or whatever instead of yeah. going shouldn't we be working toward like all getting along or
2: We're not supposed to use hate and vitriol and all this kind of stuff. I mean, I don't think so. But some people really want to tear everything down right now. And I think that's one of the biggest differences is where, like, I was saying to my podcast co-host the other day, like, you know, who's a trans chick? And I was like, I think fewer people should be, should identify as non-binary. Because I think it's better to me, because I feel like I just kind of am non-binary personally. I don't know if you are too. Maybe we all are, perhaps. I don't know. Are you saying Uh, this? It's
1: like, because like in my mind all the time, I'm like, I'm sorry, is everyone else just, are other, other female friends of mine just walking around like, I'm all woman all
2: the time? Like, cause there's okay. days, I don't. Uh. You can feel like a woman, but that's a story you're telling yourself right. Yeah. You're like, what is that? You, that also has to mean stories. something to you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's all just stories we're telling ourselves. And again, I respect anyone's right to tell themselves whatever story they want. And you can tell yourself the story. You're a woman. That's great. Like I'm into role-playing. If you want to spend your life 24 seven cosplaying that you're a woman, and if you want to get surgery, like that's awesome. Fucking okay, And take hormones. So you really do become more of a woman and you do get more like along our lines. I mean, they still haven't done anything where they try to really mimic a, a real cycle that would be tight if we could get the trans women to really have a real cycle of exactly the estrogen, progesterone, testosterone levels, you know what I mean? I mean, but, that would be, uh, that'd be like, forget incredible. The forget I'm the sure. blood, but try to get the real cycle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Ride
1: the roller coaster.
2: Yeah, yeah, ride the roller coaster with us ladies. Fucking come
1: up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And that's just what I, I mean, it goes far beyond gender, but like identity in general, I am constantly at a loss for like
2: how yes. is I am impressed. I think identity is a choice. I guess I'll say that, yes. right? I think identity is a choice. But at the same time, I don't know if we have free will at all. So do we are we really <laughs> choosing the identities that we choose? I don't know. So that's why I'm saying it's both and it's it's waves and particles. You know what I mean? Gender is a spectrum and it's a thing. It's yeah, like it's like
1: it's like a paradox of yeah. And that feeds into the full identity thing because I'm genuinely right there with you on like identity is a choice, but then it's also, I have these moments of like, okay, but like, do I have to choose something in order to function in this society? Do I have to commit to a choice?
2: Is that- I don't think so. And and you can just be, again, I put those things in my bio because it relates to my like, you know, work or whatever, you know, and dress. but you can just know that you are fluid and not have to like really make a big deal about it because there is something that's called male and female as well, or whatever the artists formerly known as males and females, egg and sperm people now, I guess is what we'll call By it. By
1: gender. Is that a thing? That's what I've heard. I don't
2: know. By, well, I'm just talking about the fact of like that most, almost half of the population uh, are egg people and almost half of the population. Oh, there's and there's people, people who can do both. There are people who can do both <gasps> a little, sort of. Not really. Oh. I mean, oh, there's. like people. superheroes. <laughs> I think, I don't think there's anybody who's. Maybe there's been one person once who, but it's every now and then you like kind of look like you have a vagina, but you have sperm or something like that will happen. You're yeah. Like, yeah like a man can have a baby somehow <laughs> i'm like well yeah but what you call him a man but like what hole did stuff where's going? it coming out of yeah no to yeah, me, it's like, and that's like i think it's like an x y oh it's an x y person but who must have a vagina and then like to, you, like they got the
1: i don't want to say wrong parts they got the not typical part you know, a, mu- a mutation or something that would yeah. come with every now and then it happens. But, but I think that's that's the bird. Isn't that who that is? Like, that's our bird. That's our
2: bird. Oh, you're so right. That's our bird. And we were supposed to make more of those. Where Where's are you, carrots? bird? If you, you have that, please. Yeah. If you're... Ah, uh, you're so right. How did I not... You have a vagina that comes <laughs> sperm. If you have a vagina or no, like, you're you're a, you're a man... But you have to figure out that you're a man, but you have a vagina. But I don't know if they like like are bald or if they like just look androgynous or, you know, you get your chromosomes tested when you're and you're like, oh my God, I'm a man. You know? Yeah. What what if it's People like, like ex- what if it's just women, there's women who squirt and they don't realize
1: in that, that's their in that their squirt is actually sperm. <laughs> like
2: maybe that's what squirting is,
1: is it's just, <laughs> this I whole mean, time. Maybe. Cause I remember I didn't like the first time I had like a vibrator clitoral orgasm where I like stutter came. I don't, does that make sense where you're like, Oh yeah. yeah. I, my first thought was like, did I, I feel like I just came like how I assume men come.
2: <laughs> so you squirted just from a vibrator?
1: Mm, uh, I've squirted before, but no, it was
2: just that, like that internal, You like,
1: that like internal, it felt- like jerky feeling I'm on a camera being like maybe huh? you know maybe you
2: are a, a man or if you whatever we call that maybe you're an x y person I'm you know bird. someone in one of these again I was only on Reddit for like three weeks because it was just like I had just gotten there and then I was like yay and then they were all gone but anyway um <laughs> you're like finally
1: somewhere to have this conversation oh it's been torn away from me and, like everything else great like yeah. everything else this
2: year yeah exactly it was you know it was a few weeks into COVID I was like Oh my God, I'm now learning Reddit now that we're quarantined and it's gone. Um, (laughs) So one of the things that came up in a conversation there was I tried to call people because I'm always trying to kind of just like, Speak precisely without upsetting people. So I'm like, so when what what you're saying is like when XX or XY people do this and they were like, uh, actually, you know, uh, people don't all know whether they're XX or XY. It's commonly assumed that like all these people like that 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 I would be XX and you're XX. It's commonly assumed that, but actually, that's not always true. And I was like, well, how often are you asserting that? Like, should we all be they, okay? If a significant amount of us have different chromosomes than we think. I think we'd want to know that. I think we should test the whole population and figure out what the fuck's
1: going on. Well, and then it's like, and, and how are these, you know, unique situations? Do we have research on like how they reproduce? Cause, uh, this is for real. My dad, who I thought was my biological father until I was like 19 years old. Uh, he's XXY. He has, it's called Kleinsfelter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. So. I have no vivid memory of my dad having a dick in balls, but from my understanding, he's a dick in balls type person, but he shoots blanks. Like there's no
2: okay sperm. No sperm at all. Or is it just like weak?
1: I don't know. Honestly, I'm kind of, I guess I haven't bothered to ask that question ask. of my mother. Like I'm like, did he, but did he blow loads yeah. or not? Yeah.
2: Was there um i want to know whether or not there were little fish in there i don't care whether there was
1: much goo you know I it's a bird <laughs> it literally comes out <laughs> uh yeah so but he the only reason he knew that is because they tried to have kids and then uh-huh. nothing was happening so they got all this testing done so it does beg the question like how many of us if you're not actively if you're especially yeah. if you're not actively trying to procreate you may never know
2: right but- yeah so that's it's like, if this is true, then like, good Lord, for the interest of human science and like whatnot, like, how do we not, not forget about we haven't been studying females. We haven't been studying all kinds of things that are going on in the human population. Maybe a significant portion of us really are XXY or this, that, or the other. Or whatever. And then Or, you go, or
1: XYs who can get pregnant, you know? Yeah, What's well, in the, the nursing, they're going, especially if that somehow would tie into how you view your relation to gender norms and you're having to deal with that the coming out, or the oh, if, I, if I'm if more like this, my friends or my family might think I'm being quote weird when it's like, actually, yeah. if we knew that about you, it would just be like, I this have, is what X-X-Y's, XXYs do.
2: XXYs, like, yeah, like that's, oh, yeah, I'm in my Twitch stream that I've started called YY Boys, like it's part of our joke that, like, what if we, <laughs> we're just both Ys? We're just all Ys. <laughs> it's just all Y. Yeah. So, it's a very special mutation of the human race. Um, I mean, yeah.
1: Mm, that'd be amazing (laughs) to just find that out
2: yeah we should test everybody's uh chromosomes
1: yeah we should
2: force everyone
1: to give their dna so we can test the chromosomes well they're already doing it with 23andme right can't they can we figure out did the 23andme people know whether or not we're i mean surely there have been 23andme things where they go the the people on the like science end go huh yeah, I'll just should, like, should, yeah we, uh, should we put that In their profile their Or do fake you just, <laughs>
2: Like is there stuff We don't that want to just, tell them <laughs>
1: Yeah Like should we tell them That they have This extra chromosome They must know That they have an extra chromosome You don't want
2: to alarm anyone You know what I don't know Just because they only have The selection buttons Like XX and XY They didn't even bother with Yeah <laughs> just specific. a question
1: mark <laughs> There you go. That concludes the free hour of the Ariel Isaac Norman podcast. We have 42 more minutes of hot, deep, interesting, educational, and hilarious conversation. If you would like to hear that, head over to patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed and support me with your dollars or literally $1 a month. You can get bonus content, extra content, um, and more. So uh, I would love if you did that. Big thank you to John, Eric, Jean, Greg, Kathy, and Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots over there. I really appreciate your extra support. Couldn't do this without you. And if you would like to join that League of Extraordinary Idiots, like I said,
2: we do crappy hours
1: and postcards when I travel, which seems to have come to a halt, and I should probably figure out a better solution. (sighs) Get over there. And also, if you want to be more part of the the podcast but you know you're not in a position to support monetarily trust me i fucking get it that's why i'm begging people for support hello look at me i'm an auditory hobo at this point um there's a facebook group and that doesn't cost anything you just look up ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots on Facebook. Say you're joining because you like the podcast, or you can just say you listened to the podcast. You could hate it, but still want to be part of the group, I guess. It's a safe space for unsafe thoughts. You want to start a conversation about something that you're like, well, I know this is the, a taboo thought, but where do people sit on this philosophy? Or you want to just share a silly meme. It's There's some good memes in there. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, or just... Comment on a guest or, extra important, do you want to suggest a guest or a topic? That's the place to do it. Suggest your guests over there. And by the way, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative. For every person who has a similar identity, they're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. So let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. You can tweet at me, at JMS Comedy. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Let me know the episodes you like, what you want more of. Keep asking questions, keep giving suggestions, because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? <sighs> thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. of places, where can people find you?
2: Oh, um, I am, I mean, the most important things to me are my podcasts and live streams. So, uh, my podcast, gender fluids, we talk about gender and kinks and sex and fetish. It's on all the, all the stuff. Um, and you know we're just really irreverent and disgusting. If you like jokes about pedophilia, then that's you know. Oh my god, you, I'm subscribing right now. Are you kidding? Yeah, I we it's a and bestiality plays heavily. Yeah, I mean it's just that that sort of thing. Um, me and this trans shit comic, yeah. So we're just we're just gross. And then my new podcast is called Make America Get Along Again, or just MAGA, and it's on, on Apple Podcasts is where. It, People should go right now because I'm kind of in the process of getting it up there. And it's just, it's a project that's definitely like, you know, nascent. I'm, I don't know quite what I'm doing. I'm getting equipment <laughs> and whatnot, but, uh, but it's, really it's really fun good. to have my own project like that. And like my first episode was sort of just accidentally with this homeless dude because I was running and he kind of called out to me and I just kind of came up and started talking to him. And at one point I gave him permission to pull his dick out and <laughs> it was a whole thing because... <laughs> He said yeah, he had a to help the neighborhood. He said he had a twelve inch dick and I was like, no, you don't, come on. And so then yeah. Anyway, but you know, we had a great conversation and wow, I just homeless talking- with a twelve inch dick. No hut for that bird. Wow. No, no hut for that bird. Um, but so, yeah, so there's that. And I just talk to all kinds of people about stuff. And it is just kind of like, it seems like your podcast is a little bit like, we're just trying to get everyone realizing that that we're not all at the same orthodoxy in terms of uh, ideas, beliefs, opinions. We can yeah. all get along with each other. We all have a lot more in common than we think. We can, it's okay if we disagree, you know. Um, So it's along those lines, uh, right. and then I also am live streaming on Wednesday nights now, six p.m. to eight p.m. Central. It's like Twitch TV slash boys, B O I Z or YouTube. I don't even know how it works, but I do those.
1: <laughs> but it just goes out. I mean, I relate to that so deeply that I'm like, it's
2: a, it's on there. So, Hi, Eric, we're doing that, and I do that with my friend Eric Nimmer. Um, yeah, who's another comic. He's, he's, like, dabbled in a, a lot of things. And also, I think at one point it turned out that he's, like, a pathological liar and a lot of the things that he says that he does are not true, but I don't even know. He's just my friend, and I think he's like, funny. He's fun. I, I don't know if anything curious. I know about him is real. <laughs> yeah, like, I... <laughs> I <understand. laughs> I exactly like seriously there's so many and so everything he tells me now I question like a friend just got COVID I don't know if that's real uh, because it's easily the kind of thing he could lie about and that's a weird position to be in with a friend but he's so funny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he and I just think well together so I'm like I don't care who he is or isn't yeah, um, whatever man <laughs> like, but yeah those are my projects but I also do enjoy tweeting it's at, at Ellen DeGenderless and it's um I'm not good at Twitter because sometimes I want to tweet jokes and sometimes I want to Tweet good ideas or opinions, and it's hard because then what well, am I supposed to label them or something? So people don't really. Then I go like, This is what is a serious thought. Yeah, it's a okay. A- yeah, I gotta be like, Oh, sorry, that was one of my uh, deep thoughts. Um, and then, uh, yeah, or on actually on Twitter, it's LND genderless because it's not enough space. And I'm gonna change that, I just gotta think of something. <sighs> and then on Instagram, it's LND genderless. If you wanna see pictures of me, you know, I don't know, out in nature or whatever, I yeah, what go to see think? these pictures. These puppies. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's one more thing I wanted to say, but how could there be? I've said. <laughs> so come see me live sometime, whenever that's happening. Oh, God. Yeah. Someday
1: in the future. Um, all right. Well, thanks for thanks for joining me. Thanks for this. This was awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Jessica. That was really fun. Um, all right. Bye, idiots.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?